Episode 172 of Australia's number one marketing show. You're about to eavesdrop on a private conversation I did today with a startup business in Zimbabwe. You're very naughty. Welcome to the Small Business Big Marketing Show, where successful small business owners share their secrets to take your marketing to the next level. Now, here's your host, Tim Reid. G'day everyone and welcome back to another episode of Australia's number one marketing show. I'm your host, Timbo Reid. You right there, walking the dog, commuting, running in the gym, are a motivated small business owner ready to crank out, crank out some great, great marketing in order to grow that business of yours. And that is what we do. That's why we exist in the world of small business, big marketing. And we're brought to you by the very, very good folk at NetRegistry who are there to get your online marketing sorted. Get a bit of SEO loving, get a bit of keyword strategy cuddling, and get a bit of Google AdWords set up. I don't know, loving? Advice, just all that stuff that makes online marketing hard, they do beautifully easy and effectively. So head over to netregistry.com.au or even better, smallbusinessbigmarketing.com, click on the NetRegistry banner and you will be confronted with three exclusive listener packages. Oh, I do love them. Now, uh, also welcome to all those at the in the Flying Solo community. Hey, um, kind of a interesting show today and not what you would expect. You are going to eavesdrop. Is it eavesdrop or eavesdrop? Don't know. Let me know. Tim at smallbusinessbigmarketing.com. You are going to eavesdrop on a private consulting session I just did this afternoon. Now, let me explain. On the 3rd of January, not that long ago, I got an email out of the blue from a lady in Zimbabwe by the name of Sky. Now, coming from that part of the world, it could have had the word spam written all over it, but it didn't, and I trusted it because that is the kind of guy I am, and that's what I want to engender in this crazy world we call marketing, trust. What a big word that is. But I digress. The email from Sky reads this. Now, I don't know Sky. I do now, but I didn't know her from a bar of soap until January 3. She said, good day, Tim. I am a lady based in Zimbabwe with an events management company, Blue Sky Hospitality. On searching the internet, I came upon your site, your website. Now, that kind of, you just don't know, do you? Is it real or isn't it? She says, we are on the drive of trying to improve how businesses operate in Zimbabwe, us included, and felt that small to medium companies could benefit from branding due to the harsh situation Zimbabwe people have resorted to running their own small businesses in comparison to being employed, but are failing to build lasting brands. So now she's got my interest. It might be asking too much, but is it possible that you could be could possibly take us on as some kind of mentorship program? I believe we could learn a lot from you at the same time have a successful event. Thank you and looking forward to a response from you. So and she's left me her um her Facebook, her phone number, her uh, Twitter, and her Skype ID. And I'm at this point thinking, I kind of like the sound of this and um so I went back to Sky and said, okay, 
you've got my interest. What are your top three outcomes you'd like to achieve from this idea? And she promptly replied these. My top three outcomes are brand visibility, ways of successfully achieving this, creating a lasting brand, and including, and sorry, and conducting this workshop, I wish to be able to hook companies that would in future recognize us as a great events company. I saw the prices charged normally for these workshops, but obviously in Zimbabwe, no one could pay or afford that due to the harsh economic situation. So um, I said to Sky, let's do it. Let's uh, get a time in the diary and let's Skype it up with Sky. So that's what I just did. And um I just found it, I, it, was, it was just a lot of fun and I wanted to share it with you. At the last minute, I had the idea of actually recording it and turn it. I wasn't sure where it was going to go, but I thought, hey, if I record it, at least I can use it and I am going to use it. I want you to hear it. What appealed to me uh, as to why I did this was that it it played right into one of my 2014 goals and that's to help businesses that are less fortunate than we are in Australia, in America, in Canada, in the UK, New Zealand where all you guys and girls are listening and operating businesses, there are some businesses in other countries that are just finding it hard to get a leg up. So that piqued my interest, number one. Um, her need around branding was my sweet spot. I love talking about branding. So it was kind of something I thought, oh, yeah, it's an opportunity to talk brand. Never knock that back. And um, it was the opportunity, uh, selfishly, for me to get a running start. And let me explain. When, um, you know, it's the start of a year, we've got to get the big machine turning over and over again. Do we small business owners? Do us small business owners? And doing something like this, um, I just, it, it's a feel good thing. Um, it helps you exercise the brain, get that going again. And I thought, you know, if it does work out, it'll be a wonderful way to rebuild the momentum at the start of what is a, a new business year. So, now, we pick up this private consult as I ask Sky to explain the business environment in Zimbabwe. She actually, um, we started talking on Skype first, and at that point, I realized I need to record this. So I hung up and just opened up the recording uh, software and um, reinstigated the call. So we pick it up at a, at a point where I just started to ask Sky about, yeah, the business environment in Zimbabwe. And by the way, after you listen to this, and it goes for about 40 minutes, this, this private consult that you're going to listen in on. After that, um, I'm going to share some very more, some some more very insightful questions that Sky asked of me from a marketing perspective. And what I love about that is that it just goes to show, you know, no matter, it's this, they're the same questions. This is reassuring for you, the small business owner. They are the same questions that People, small business owners, motivated small business owners from all around the world, whether it be Zimbabwe or Auckland or San Francisco or Manila, they're all asking the same questions. And I think this is reassuring. And that's why we're here. That's why small business, big marketing does what it does, um, is to help break through and answer some of those questions. Enough from me. Put your feet up, maybe even grab the notebook because it's a bit of a how-to go about building a brand, this 40-minute this private consult, and get ready for a little bit of voyeurism as you listen to Sky and I talk branding. 
So what you were saying was that in um, in Zimbabwe, uh, it's quite entrepreneurial business environment yes. starting to improve. But what we are, what you're seeing is that the big businesses are succeeding, and the little businesses are finding it hard to get heard and to get uh, a level of business that will keep them afloat. Yes, that's exactly what I was saying. Right. And what's your um, what's your background, Sky? hospitality i'm into catering and events management Mm -hmm. so basically for the past year we've been focusing mainly on catering and towards the end of last year we decided to go into events i'm I'm going to say events management which involves like empowering entrepreneurs mainly in blowio okay i'm in blowio that's the second biggest um town in zimbabwe yeah the capital city being Harare. So we are in Blawire. So we decided to try and empower entrepreneurs in Blawire. So last year we had an entrepreneurs event, which basically um, gave information on how to start up, what you need, the legal side, as well as, well, we did do a little bit of branding, but not in detail. So now this year we're thinking, let's go into detail about branding because people have started up but they still don't know how to do it and how to sort of like sustain how to be there how to be seen okay that's good so tell me um this is useful so when i talk when i have this conversation with a business owner like you i always um try my best to be a potential buyer as opposed to a marketing consultant because i want to look at your business through the eyes of a buyer okay okay so right now i'm a little bit confused as to what you do, because so far you've told me. So if I'm confused, therefore other buyers, or other prospects may be potentially confused, and so I'd like okay. to work with you to eliminate the confusion, right? Okay. So so far you've told me that um, you're into catering, and then you've moved into events management, and now you're talking about the concept of empowering entrepreneurs, which to me sounds like a business coach. So can you be can you get a bit clearer for me as to what you do? We're not really a business coach. Okay, what do we do? We um as the events company, we come up with ideas of okay, we are we are empowering, we're trying to empower. So what we do, we come up with um concepts that we think will people will benefit from, then we sell those concepts to like concepts to people. Now we market them market them to people try and get people to buy into the concept and then we have a workshop for that, that particular concept we don't do it with just one like concept to say we're doing um just branding no we look at what people need at the time right and then we hold a workshop in the, with that regard so give me an example of that sky okay in this case branding we feel that people are not going out there they're not being known they're doing a lot of startups but they're not sustaining. They're not there. They're just starting up, but they're not, they're not making their mark in the in the industries that they're involved in. They're not being known, but they're all starting up. Everybody's starting up something, but they're not doing it the right way. Okay, so therefore, what your your idea there is to put together uh, an event for small businesses in your local area that will teach them about branding. Is that right? Yes, yes, yes. Small to medium enterprises. Yeah. Small to medium enterprises. And, okay, so your question that's come to me about branding, is that um, 
in order is that to get knowledge for you to pass on to them or for you to utilize in your business first and foremost for okay i think for us to utilize and then to take it out there okay gotcha so if you can do it then you can pass it on to um others in uh in other industries pass the knowledge on yes but through a workshop in this case <laughs> or events let's call it an event yeah yeah, yeah. So the event is how you would make your money. You'd put on an event, a branding event. Would you? Would you? Um, would you actually uh, run that event and and speak at that event, or would you bring in a local branding person to to do it? Because I, I would have thought you. It sounds like your skill is in event is in event organisation, event management. Okay, no, we just uh, organise event. We bring in facilitators to do the whole thing. We just organize the whole thing and then we put down like what we want to be addressed. Then we find somebody to actually do the whole thing. Right. So with your business, Sky, you are less likely to, um, if a business in your city came to you and said, can you organize our end of financial year party? It's not so much what you would do. You're more into coming up with ideas for events and putting on your own events. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So it's actually event event management is almost not it's not quite what you maybe it's uh maybe you use different terms in your part of the world, but an event manager to me would put on a Christmas party for another client, for you know, for example, or mm-hmm. an end of financial year party or a some kind of anniversary celebration party. Whereas what you're actually doing is you're more a I don't know. I don't. I don't have the specific term, but it's it's more of a company that comes up with ideas for events and then goes about marketing them, selling tickets to them. Not really selling tickets. We sell the idea to them, and then people that want to attend come, and well, they pay. But that's ma- mainly normally um, the companies. What you referred to, we call um, events coordinators. Somebody that does the whole, like organizes the whole thing like the catering the venue and everything no that's not really what we do no right okay so what would your role let's say you um you've got the idea for a branding um workshop a branding event whatever you want to call it um you've uh identified i guess let's say it's going to be a it's going to be a full day um event you've identified the venue you've identified the speakers uh now it's your job to sell tickets to that is that right okay we do the marketing we sell it to the like uh, we sell the idea to the companies to the obviously the um, the key stakeholders the people that are involved in those decision making processes we sell it to them and we'll organize the whole thing again but now this is ours not organizing for somebody else we organize the venue the catering the catering being me and um whatever else is needed stationary but obviously, in our selling the idea to the people, the costs are covered by either a sponsor or the actual delegates that will be coming for the event. Gotcha. And how many of these have you put on? Oh, this will be our second one. <laughs> but I've actually worked with a company. Um, it was for entrepreneurs, the startup that I told you about, how to start up uh-huh. in business. Yeah, that was the first. So tell me, uh, what did that look like? Explain that event to me. Basically, it was how to start up, like from registering your company, um, what's like how to register your company, what's needed, the kind of documents that are needed, and where to go, the lawyers that you go to. It's basically the laws and regulations of getting a company in Zimbabwe. 
and there was well, a little bit of the branding aspect and oh I had it somewhere <laughs> it was basically startup how you do it legally instead of because some people were just starting up but not having their companies registered meaning that the government is obviously going to be after you and you will close up because you're not really properly registered and so you put that on how many people attended uh we had about 30 people Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And funding, where to get funding, because that's like one oh, yeah, subject that people were really interested in, like mm-hmm. where to get and how to get it, because you need a business plan and how to write like a proper business plan and things like that. Yeah. Yeah, right. So we had about 30 delegates coming for that one. And those 30 delegates came from, uh, they, were, they were individual business, individual entrepreneurs, as you call them. Is that right? From different types of businesses? Yes. And how much did they pay to attend, Sky? Oh, at the time, it was really $15 because it was just uh-huh. to cover. It wasn't even, it was for a few hours. It was basically for the catering and for the venue. We had got it at a really cheap price. So that's why it was so cheap. <laughs> Did you have people come to speak? Yes, we had a lot of people coming to speak, like from different startups as well. People that were, it was more like people came in as well who were doing it pro bono, I guess, also trying to empower because the situation is like a bit tough, especially in this particular town, Bulawayo. <laughs> if, yeah, yeah. if you can Google it somewhere, okay, I'm, uh, I'm, I, I'm not even sure how secure this is, but if you can Google it somewhere, it's like a town that was told that because um, we voted wrong, we are going to be a scrapyard. So now people are taking it upon themselves to change that because our president said we're going to be a scrapyard. So we don't want the town to be a scrapyard. We want to be different. How do you spell the name of your town? Bulawayo. B-U-L-A-W-A-Y-O. Um, I can type it for you later and send it through. But if you could just type it through. Yeah, Blawaya the scrapyard. You will see somewhere. Where... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're working hard. You're working hard to um, to make sure you're not one of the ones on the scrap heap, huh? No, because fine, they've closed up most of the industries and stuff, but we're still there. We're still trying. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. Good on you for doing that. And do you have a staff? Yes, we are actually a team of three. One guy who's uh, more experienced in marketing, a lawyer, and me, hospitality lady. Mm-hmm. And and how do you currently? How long have you been in business? Oh yeah, this is the second year. <laughs> second year, and yeah. and um, how do you, how have you? So you've put on one event. Um, how have you? How are you currently making an income? Through catering. <laughs> Through catering. Okay, yeah. so yeah, give me give me an example of. Oh, give me an example of that. I mean, basically what I do, okay, on my side now, I do daily meals on wheels. So every day I do meals on wheels. That's how I make my money. Is, is meals on wheels, um, if it's the same as over here, uh, that's uh, providing meals for people, uh, disadvantaged people or pe- people who can't uh, get out of their home to get their own food? Okay, people who can't get out of the offices to get their own food. <laughs> so ah, Okay. I got to, okay, like there's a local hospital that's near where I stay and a few other companies that are in town. So, yeah, it's something. And so, yeah. <laughs> Good on you. So you, you you prepare food of the morning and then you head out into the offices and the hospitals and sell food through, uh, uh, it's what is it, a mobile cart of some sort, is it? 
No, actually what I do through WhatsApp every morning, I send out a menu to my clients that are already part of, I've done this for like a year as well. No, actually more than a year. So I send out my menu through WhatsApp and then people order. Then when I leave home, I've already got specific orders. I don't actually go and sell. I more like deliver. Yeah. With Excellent. my food cart. Yeah. Or my food cart. <laughs> Yeah, and, and that is very much that that catering aspect of the business sky is very much a way for you to make an income and to cash flow things and to keep your head above water while you develop this bigger idea around events management. Yes, that is because it does it pays the bills because it also gives mm-hmm. me um like the corporate events I get to do those as well, and okay December period the Christmas parties. Because through that, people know of me. They see me doing things and they know of my, of my product. So, yeah, it pays the bills. Trust me, all these questions about your business are leading me down the path of understanding it so that I can then advise you on brand. So um, stick with it. Um, tell me, um, we, we, you've got the idea, back to your events management um, idea, you've got an idea around running a branding day or some kind of branding workshop for entrepreneurs yes. in your town. Have you got uh, ideas for future uh, other events? So far, no. <laughs> okay. I'm actually the, okay, I'm going to call it the ideas lady. <laughs> so it's yeah, yeah. I'm the because I'm the one who's been in the field more than the other guys, like about six years in hospitality. So, yeah, uh, we're taking it a day at a time. So, so if, far, if, I had, if I said to you right now, and I'm, well, I'm going to anyway, um, what would be, because I, I want to get a sense of the range of event offerings that you may put on. So uh, if I said to you right now, what's the second event after you've done the branding event successfully, what's the second one? What's the topic going to be for the second one? Well, it's obviously going to be still in the lines of empowering people. So it could be marketing, like well, it's the same. Is branding and marketing the same? Not really, right? Okay, that's where we're going in with your questions because we're not really sure mm-hmm. on that aspect. But it probably will be mm-hmm. a marketing one. How mm-hmm. to do effective marketing? I'll probably think just top of the head. I'll think that. But as of okay, now, so obviously, you know, we haven't really thought about what the way forward after the branding one. That's okay, because one of my questions uh, shortly in regards to getting clear on your brand is about um, who you're trying to appeal to. So, with your events company, the the uh, the people for whom you're going to be creating events going forward is always the entrepreneur, the small to medium business owner, correct? That's the idea, yes. Yeah. Okay. So you, you, you're, you know, it's not as if you're going to be broad and you're going to be running uh, first aid course events or first aid workshops or uh, cookery schools or anything like that. This is always going to be events. You want to become known as an event management company in Bulawayu. I can't pronounce it, I'm sorry, but, you know, like <laughs> in your city where um, you're going to be known as the event management company in your city for people who want to grow and uh, uh, who want to grow their business. Yes, people that want to be empowered in growing their businesses, yes. Great. Great. Okay, that's that's nice and clear for me. So um, it's really, really important, Sky, this whole conversation, because mm-hmm. one of the questions we get asked, and when I say we, I mean pretty much anyone, you know, we always get asked, what do you do? 
you know, and um, when we go to a, it might be a networking function or we might be at um, a gathering with our friends and we might meet someone new and they say, so what do you do? And um, when someone asks that question in a business context, it's important that we have an answer that is clear, that mm-hmm. is engaging, that is, I call it emotionally charged, and I'll, and I'll explain what I mean by that in a minute, and that is going to encourage the person who asked that question to want to know more. Okay, makes sense, yes. Good, because this is really important. This is, um, if you want to talk brand, and now we'll sort of imagine our conversation is an inverted pyramid and we've started quite broad, or a funnel. Think of it as a funnel. And I've started, I started asking quite broad questions, and now I'm drilling down into what I'd call the pointy end, the end that is specific to your business. So, um, you know, um, the what do you do question when we get it right becomes, um, becomes really, really powerful because it's, it's an opportunity. When someone says, what do you do, Sky? It's an opportunity for them. It's an opportunity for you to pitch your business to, to actually, you know, to do a little sales spiel, if you like. And Mm -hmm. the reason I like the emotional, I like the answer to to the question to be emotional is because we are emotional, you know, by by nature we are we are emotional. We're we're more emotional than we are rational, us human beings. <laughs> so um if someone says to me, What do you do, Tim? Uh one of my responses, and you can if you can have more than one, but one of my responses is that I show small businesses how to be irresistible. Wow. <laughs> right? Yeah, so, no, that's nice. <laughs> Cool. So all of a sudden, you're going to go. We already have said wow, and you kind of. I, I'm assuming that means you want to know more. How do you do that? You know, and that's that's what you want. Because if I had have said the the other alternative to that is uh, I'm a marketing consultant. It, it's it's not emotional, and it's no. relatively boring. And there's lots of marketing consultants in the world, so it's not really a conversation starter. No, not. No, yeah. So, and this is where I want to get in this conversation now is to get, help you get the answer to the what do you do question because um, the other part, the other way, and there is no one way of answering that question, but however you are, however way you answer it, there should be an emotional element to it. So, another way of answering that question is the, I call it, the you know how response. And I'll give you an example of the you know how response. So you say to me, so what do you do, Tim? And I say to you, well, Sky, you know how small business owners really struggle to get attention because the big businesses are always making all the noise and getting all the customers? Okay. And you go, yeah, 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 I do. And I say, cool, well, I have a business that works with those small business owners to help them become irresistible. And I do that via a three-step process where I teach them about branding. I teach them about basic, important, critical marketing principles. And I teach them about some of the new ways to market their business that they may not have heard of before. Okay. Wow. (laughs) So all of a sudden... You know, the answer to that question is is really um, it's much more interesting, and it's gonna it's gonna help you have a conversation and more engaging. More engaging, exactly right, 
Exactly right. So that's great. You understand the concept, and that's a really important question. So I, I, it's the first question in a in a process in a branding process that I use. So um, it's a good one to get right. So given uh, you now understand the background to that question, what do you do, Sky? Well. <laughs> Well, my plan right now was to copy your line. (laughs) 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 Um, Well, I empower businesses and show them how to succeed. How's that? (laughs) It's a great start. So let let me write that down. I empower businesses and and show them how to succeed. Good. So, you know, imagine if you... You know, at the start of this phone call, when I said, so, you know, explain to, I, I can't remember did I, whether I used the word, so what do you do? Or I think I might have just asked you to explain the business. So, you know, all of a sudden, that that conversation becomes quite interesting. So you say, oh, well, Tim, what we do is we empower businesses and show them how to succeed. And I I go, well, that's that's good. I like that. I mean, I'm, I'm moved. Um, how do you do that? Yeah. <laughs> And what happens is that when you get clear on that answer, it actually helps um, dictate and it it makes the creation of your other messages in your business much easier, right? It, 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 it It makes writing the website copy easy. It makes writing the brochure copy easy. It makes writing the slide deck that you might present at a networking function easy because it's going to be all about how you empower and show businesses how to succeed, you know. And, um, you know, there's two emotional words in that sentence you came up with, Sky. One is empower and the other one is succeed. And um, they're important. Emotional words are really important in your messaging. They're, um, they're, again, it's what our ear, our mind is attracted to, much more than the rational kind of, uh, stuff that we hear a lot of business owners come out with. You know, we've been around since 1962 and we have 50 employees and, you know, these are interesting messages, but they're secondary. Okay. So play around with that response. And it's a really good start, Sky. I mean, it's, um, you know, uh, that's you, you may play with the wording, you may play with the structure of that sentence, but um, the next question is, how do you do it, right? And we don't have to go into detail here and I can, I can leave that as homework for you because there's another question I want you to explore before we do hang up and that is, um, but how do you do it? So you've said, someone someone has said to you, what do you do, Sky? And you've said, I empower businesses and show them how to succeed. And they've gone, wow, that's really cool. How do you do that? And that's when you need three bullet points that support or prove that that you empower businesses and show them how to succeed. So these bullet points may be around the fact that you um you are an are an event management company that puts together dedicated events for entrepreneurs to learn critical business skills. So that could be one example, yeah? Yes. You just need to get those three supporting facts that give um, credibility to your first answer about what do you do, right? Okay. 
So you can have a think about that. There, there, it's it's not trick. It's not a trick question. You, there, it's just the rational facts that that support your what do you do answer, right? Hmm. So do that because because if you can imagine this, what we what we're actually creating here, what we're constructing is a conversation, right? So and I, I always when I when I do this process with with someone. I just kind of pretend that we're at a we're at a party and someone's come up to you and you've said what do you do and now I'm standing behind you kind of giving you advice as to how best to answer that question so that the conversation continues a little bit longer right yes. and and then you go back to them with an answer and they go wow how do you do that and now you've got to you've got to keep building that conversation because um getting business is is um it it, it is well, getting business, um, marketing, attracting clients—it's it's storytelling. And if you can kind of start to build the story behind your business, behind what you do and how you do it, then it's going to be quite enga- quite engaging, and um, you'll have a greater success of getting your business message across, getting your pitch right, and getting people interested in what you do. So, um, and, and so to that point, I'm going to introduce the next question. Which could easily be the first question, but don't worry, we don't need to worry too much about order as long as we get the questions answered. And this is a big question, and the question is, why do you do what you do? Okay, oh, why we do it? Yes. Now, let me tell you my why, and it'll make sense. So your your why is very deeply rooted in what it is you do. You do you do what you do for a, a deep reason. Um, you know, the shallow reason is could be oh, I'm, I do it because I want to make money. I want to make profit. <laughs> but you can yeah. do a lot of things. You, you can do a lot of things to make money. You know, um, mm-hmm. to varying degrees. But you've chosen event management, um, and you've chosen to empower business owners and show them how to succeed for a reason. Um, you could have maybe, you know, you might have been able to become a nurse or a teacher or, um, you know, or you might have chosen to continue with your catering business, but you've chosen this this events management um, side for a reason. And I, I'd, I'd bet my bottom dollar that there is quite an emotional reason behind it. Let me explain mine. So the reason I help small business owners um, – the reason I show small business owners how to be irresistible is because I spent about 20 years in corporate marketing and I worked in big advertising agencies on big brands and I worked uh, also inside big brands as the marketing manager. And whilst it paid well and I did some pretty um, interesting, I worked on some very interesting projects, what I found was that whenever I met a small business owner or an entrepreneur, they really, really uh, were hungry for my marketing knowledge and they'd ask me marketing questions and I'd give them my best responses. And what I loved about it was that they were incredibly grateful and that, and in addition to that, they would run off and start implementing, start actioning what I was sharing with them. And I thought, this is fantastic. How can I possibly, how can I turn that into a business? They can't afford to pay me one-on-one, but what if I created um, uh, workshops or what if I created um, a, a consulting business? Or And what I, what I did do was I created a podcast. 
uh, and that podcast, which is called Small Business Big Marketing, is now the number one marketing show in Australia. And wow. it's my way of it's my way of giving back to small business owners because um, you know. And what I do know, and I actually I actually didn't know it back then when I started podcasting, but what I know for sure now is that there's never been a better time to market a small business. There's never been a better time to start a small business and market a small business and to be able to punch way above our marketing weight. So even though we have very modest marketing budgets, us small business owners, there's some stuff we can do that will make us look bigger than we are. So that's my why. Okay, wow. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. a very nice wow, hey. And it is true. Yeah. So I encourage you now, well, let's see if we can find it before your dongle runs out, hey. Um, <laughs> you know, why do you do what you do, Sky? Okay. Um, well, to make the mark, really, to give out information where I would love to see the companies around succeeding fine. Like, um, we don't want to be seen as a town that's failing, people that are failing to think out of the box. So somehow I know that people have the ideas. So it would be nice to see them have the information that they need to succeed and to actually see the town growing to be something bigger. Because for now, basically, it's just... uh, so shops, everybody's got an office, shops, shops, shops. But it could be bigger. It could have better roads, it could have better everything. So if somehow people got the information, they have the ideas, but if they have the information on how to make these ideas work, well, that's my why. Like, um, yeah, <laughs> it's not as good as yours, but yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's not a competition. Um, and what I loved about... So what what you where you kind of got to with that was the fact that you don't want your town to fail. You don't want your town to end up as a scrapyard, as the politicians in South yeah. Africa. It sounds like have been saying. So, Zimbabwe uh, president said <laughs> it's the Zimbabwe president saying that your town's going to end up as a scrapyard. Yeah, he said Bilawa is going to be a scrapyard. You don't know how to vote. You didn't vote for me. So yeah. <laughs> you sort out your own problems that side. So basically we're trying to sort out our own problems that side. He said it. So it's actually no, I'm not the only one. A lot of people are now trying the same thing, but I'm trying to do it through workshops. Others are trying to get outside funding, outside investors for the town. So on my in my part, I'm trying to sort of empower through workshops. I love it. I love it and I love um, your why. So, again, like everything doesn't have to be solved in this phone call, Sky. You go away and think about the power of your why. And, you know, when you're talking to a prospect or to someone from whom you're seeking funding or to someone whom you're seeking an introduction to someone else who may be able to help you, if you share your why – It'll it'll put you it'll set you apart from your competition because your why is very compelling. Again, it's very emotional and that's good. And people will buy into it. They will um, attach themselves to it because it's like, yeah, I want to. I don't want to be a scrapyard. I don't want to be living in a scrapyard. <laughs> and and Sky, she's she's gonna she's determined that this won't happen. So. You know, it's quite a beautiful why, and if you work on that and develop that up, 
And again, like, don't think that you have to write, you don't have to write this up as, as incredible copy. You don't have to be a copywriter to come up with this stuff, you know. You just have to, when you, particularly the why, that just comes from the heart, you know. Um, yes. So, and it's got to be what you truly, truly, truly believe. Um, you know, as I said, you know, you can start on any number of businesses and make money to varying degrees, but you've chosen the event management business and your why is because you don't want your town to fail. You don't want your town to be left on the scrapyard. So um, uh, that, that again should be part of your messaging. That again should be part of whatever you put on your website, in your brochure, in your in, in your in your talks at networking functions. You know, when you're speaking to someone new at a party, you know, you start to integrate this language that you, these sentences, these these concepts that you and I have spoken about the last half hour. You start to integrate them into the way you talk about your business, and it becomes really interesting. Okay. <laughs> I was busy writing everything you're saying. <laughs> yeah, good on you. That's that's great. Well, um, I am recording it, so uh, you know I can send you this recording, and um, oh wow, you okay, can, you can um, yeah. Um, so the the other, I, I'm sort of hesitant. I don't want to um, dump too much. I don't want you to walk away with an information overload, but I'm going to leave you with one last question. Okay. And it's another question that's an important part of the branding process, and that is um, who are you trying to appeal to? Who is that group of people? I call them your best mates. It's a bit of an Australianism, you know, but who are your best mates? Who's your business's best mates? And it's that group of people who are going to be most inclined to buy from you. And, you know, as business owners and marketers, we really need to be clear on who it is we're trying to appeal to because otherwise we'll try and be everything to everyone and um, that generally results in not very effective marketing and communication. So um, what I need you to do is get clearer on who you're trying to appeal to on your best mates and you need to do that again at an emotional level. So you might say to me, um, you might say to me, well, I'm trying to appeal to um, 18 to 35 year old entrepreneurs who live in my who live in your city. Now that may well be true, but it doesn't tell me much about them. So I need you to be, you need to dig deeper and under and get clear on really who are they, what do they think, what do they think about business. What do they think about the business environment in your town? Um, how do they feel about the government? How do they feel about that scrapyard quote? Um, are they angry? Are they scared? Are they motivated? Are they uninspired? Are they are they passionate? You know, um, and really start to describe them in very clear and emotional terms. Whether you write it down as a as a as a paragraph, or whether you just develop this. This, this avatar, this this persona, like we call them buyer personas in your mind. Um, it doesn't matter. But And the big question when just getting clear on them, Sky, is what's the biggest problem they have that your business can solve? Okay. Yes. And, and if you know that, then boy, oh, boy, is, is it going to make coming up with marketing and business solutions so much easier? 
because your marketing, your website copy, your brochure copy, all those marketing materials is going to be solving their problem, right? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> and and if you can, you know, get it down. One of the things, it's interesting, one of the things that I have, one of the mindsets that I have when I'm creating marketing for my businesses and, and whether I'm creating a new podcast episode or whether I'm creating a um a, a new page on my website or a blog post, um, it, I, I always have this person um, front of mind in the way I've described them, and it becomes okay. Yeah, it becomes. I always the mindset that I have is that I pretend I'm writing a letter to them. So if I said to you, Sky, here's an interesting analogy. If I said to you, Sky, go and write me a letter, and you'd go, well, who to? You'd say, well, I'd say anyone. Well, and then you'd come back and say, well, no, you need to tell me who I'm writing the letter to and a bit about them so I know what to write, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So likewise, when you're creating marketing materials and when you're building a brand, you need to know who you're creating it for so that you can create something that is interesting and engaging. Okay, so. The target market. Yes. Yeah, that's what that's what lots of marketers call it. They call it the target market. I don't like that phrase because I don't believe there's a whole lot of people sitting there um, as a target, you know, ready to be aimed at, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but, yeah, that's why I call them your best mates because oh, it's this group mates. of people, yeah, this group of people who are going to be most inclined uh, and motivated to buy from you. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> the people that will buy into your idea, I guess they are your best mates. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. So now that's a pretty um, – we've gone quite some way into uncovering what your brand is all about, Sky. So have you got any questions? Well, on this note, actually, I got a lot of information from you. <laughs> it showed me just how clueless I was, hey? You really know yourself. Not at all. You're not. You're, you're not. You're, you're not. You're not different to any other small business owner, whether you're in Zimbabwe or you know San Francisco or any other city in the world. You know, we are as small business owners. We're very good at doing what we we do. You know, like you would be very good at catering and putting on an event. Um, a vet is very good at fixing animals. A dentist is very good at removing tooth pain, but they're not expected to know how to market their business necessarily. So good on you for reaching out to someone like me and trying to figure out how to do it. Oh, thank you, and thank you. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so on this, basically, I got how to create, how to be like blue sky, how to basically have an emotional attachment to blue sky as it is, what it is the company, my company, but not yet really how to, okay, fine. If I am to like approach a bigger company, like I'd put the Coca-Cola, how do I get them to take me seriously? Like for this event, like, I'm, like me holding an event. Okay. So um, you're running way ahead of yourself. I know, oh. I know you, <laughs> you, 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 and again, this is classic example. So, um, many people who hear me speak about marketing hear me talk about the concept of message, 
versus medium. And right now, I'm working with you on getting your message right, getting your brand right. Okay. How you go about how you go about uh, putting that into practice via a website or via meetings with key people in in big businesses like Coca-Cola or whatever it may be, that's a separate discussion and I'm happy to have that with you. But right now, you need to put some effort into getting clear on your brand because a brand like Coca-Cola have done all this work. Everything we've talked about today, every other big brand in the world has done, okay? And it doesn't cost necessarily money to do it. You just need to know the knowledge. You just need to have the knowledge and know the questions that you need to be asking yourself. Okay, so um, don't run ahead. Um, okay. Get clear because because put it this way, if you if you do get a meeting with someone at Coca-Cola and if that is the ideal kind of client for you that you want to get in front of to present an idea to, then – um, and I'm not sure why you'd want to get in front of Coca-Cola, by the way, because you're trying to appeal to um, small to medium business owners and entrepreneurs. No, um, sorry, Coca-Cola would be the sponsors. We're trying to get sponsors for the event ah, as well. Yeah. Good on you. Good on you. Well, this is excellent. So um, if, if let me tell you right now, Coca-Cola, the person sitting at Coca-Cola, they are going to be right across their brand. You know, they, they understand they're working for a big, global, powerful brand. And if you walk in Sky talking very clearly and very emotionally and very knowledgeably about your brand, they're going to think, wow, this Sky lady has really got her stuff together. She's really done the work. Wow. And she is, and it, you'll, you'll just come across as highly professional, highly organized, and highly confident. And that's what and that's what Coca-Cola, for example, are gonna want in someone that they're gonna invest sponsorship dollars into. So do this work first and um okay. and and take it from there. So um what what um what I suggest you do is um finish answering those questions in your own time. Why do you do what you do? What do you do? How do you do it, and who do you do it for? Um and um, get clear on those and then maybe we can – I'm happy to schedule another time and we can um, – you can present me your answers and we can just tweak them and make sure that you're really comfortable with them and that they make um, 100% sense and then um, I can talk to you about what you actually do with that information in terms of um, creating marketing tactics, marketing materials, that are going to help you get in front of the right people. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yes. It makes sense. So much sense, hey. <laughs> yeah, it does. Thank it you. does. It's, it does. It's not, it's not rocket science. <laughs> yeah, it does. It makes sense. It does. Thank you so much, Tim, hey. My pleasure, Sky. Well, um, I'll. Um, why don't um, you go and do that? And, and once you've done it, let me know and um, we can schedule some more time, hey. Okay. Thank you so much. Thanks, Guy. Bye. Righto, team. Well, I hope you enjoyed eavesdropping on a private consult that I just did with Sky, a Zimbabwean lady who approached me to offer some advice on branding. Now, um, I am going to continue working with Sky, as you heard at the back end of that conversation. I am not going to post, be able to post every uh, private consult that I do with her. 
as a podcast episode, but with Sky's permission, I am going to post them inside the Small Business Big Marketing Forum so we can track her progress and so that forum members can contribute to the development of her brand. So I'm pretty excited about that. It's just a Ah, it's a feel-good thing to do. Now, as I said before uh, we went into that consult, uh, there was some additional marketing questions that Sky had sent me. And I just think it's really insightful to hear what small business owners from all around the world, just like you, are asking. Because I want you to make sure, I want to make sure that you don't feel like, you know, you're you're unusual. <laughs> well, you might be, but you know, we're all asking the same questions. Sky sent me nine additional questions. They are. In creating brand awareness, what are the most important things to note? How does a small brand compete with the larger brands and make its mark? Aside from marketing mix, the four P's of marketing, which are the other crucial factors to consider? How does one sell themselves to a big company like Coke, especially when they're they're just starting up? We sort of touched on that, didn't we, in the in the consult? The time factor: how does it? How long does it take to create a brand? Approximately, that's the sixty-four million dollar question. What are the key elements or characteristics that you look uh, for that will tell you that you have succeeded in creating a visibly winning brand that will stand the test of time? How can you get sponsors for events? Apart from websites, which are expensive to start up, how else can people be reached and proved to that you are a serious brand? And is there a step-by-step guide on making it in an events company? Ah, the silver bullet question. But anyway, isn't it interesting, hey, that we're all asking the same questions, we're all on the same journey. I think that's really exciting. So thanks for tuning in. I hope you found this episode of the Small Business Big Marketing Show, which uh, a little bit different and just a change of speed. We'll be back next week with that. We'll resume normal broadcasting. Um, Until then, uh, thank you, NetRegistry, for making this happen, for helping us with all our online marketing needs. Head over to netregistry.com.au, guys, if you do need that sorted. And um, until next time, may your marketing be the best marketing. You've been listening to the Small Business Big Marketing Show with Tim Reid. Want more marketing goodness? Then visit smallbusinessbigmarketing.com. Well, as promised, I will share some more listener reviews that I'm getting on iTunes, and thanks to everyone who is posting them. This one is from Food Estate. They say, bring it on! Three, no, two, just two, exclamation marks, but five stars! And they say, well done, Timbo Reed. These podcasts are not just informative, but they are a good source of marketing meat and potatoes. I'm working on my new venture, and these podcasts are just what the doctor ordered. So many analogies. So to all small business wannabes, download, listen, and go for it. Then uh, we have one from Animal Muppet 27 who says, awesome stuff, five stars. I also commute twice a week, and your show never fails to provide some good ideas to use and some excellent fun and motivation too. Yep, Animal Muppet, that is how we roll around here. And this one is from Garrick Double GJ. Excellent down-to-earth content, five stars. Love the podcast, Timbo. I do a three-hour commute twice a week and always look forward to the great content you provide. Thank you very much to those three listeners and all the other listeners that do leave iTunes reviews. It helps build my ratings, and boy, oh boy, does it pump my ego. See ya.